Doug Maurice here. What's going on with the Ohio State Buckeyes for the week of Friday, September 17th? Make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash Buckeye Talk. Listening to Buckeye Talk five days a week and try our text at 614-350-3315. And if you don't listen to the College Football Playoff Show, boy, would I love to have you try that out. You're listening to Buckeye Talk probably where you are listening to this podcast, the College Football Playoff Show. That's me and my co-host, Shahanjay Haraja. We put the Buckeyes and Alabama and Clemson and Georgia and Oklahoma and everybody that matters. We put them in context of each other every week. Two shows, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Try it. We'd love to have you. Man, would we love to have you. Personal favor to me if you'd try it out. The college football playoff show. Here are your Ohio State headlines for this week. A lot of consternation around the Ohio State defense after its lost Oregon 35-28 in week two. Man, it was an interesting time. Ryan Day not exactly throwing public support behind defensive coordinator Kerry Combs. Hard to get a read on it. The idea of could maybe somebody else call plays, but there's not exactly a bunch of people back there who could do it. The issue is Ryan Day said it's kind of a pattern, right? So that's the problem because also not great last year against Alabama in the national championship game. Some problems at other times. Last year, more the pass defense. This year, the run defense. So... Strange times in Ohio State land. It's not just the loss to Oregon. It's what's going on with that defense. It's something to watch. At this point, it's kind of hard to imagine Kerry Combs being back as the defensive coordinator next year, right? Unless they really, really turn it around. But when your head coach calls the defensive problems a pattern, that is rough. Now, maybe the Buckeyes do get it turned around. And if they do, then, you know, maybe people change their minds. But the issue now is would they make changes to the defense in the midst of this season. Whether that's the style of defense, where they play their safeties, how much do they blitz, how do they rotate coverages, which coaches are in charge of things, right? I mean, we're not really talking about firing people or anything necessarily. We're just talking about changes sort of to the fundamentals of the defense. Because this is the defense that Ryan Day likes to play. So Kerry Combs is running it, but it's kind of Ryan Day's style, and they got to try to work that out. So interesting times at Ohio State. We're covering it all at cleveland.com slash OSU and on the Buckeye Talk podcast. Second-year quarterback, first-year starter, C.J. Stroud coming along. 484, 484 passing yards in that Oregon loss. Man, that's a lot of throwing yards, but off balance, right? Ryan Day doesn't really want to do that. That's too much leaning on the passing game. Ryan Day really stood up for C.J. Stroud after the game. He missed some throws, but he also he played pretty darn well in a lot of ways. For a guy making a second career start later in the week, Ryan Day sort of admitted, you know what, there were some opportunities there, but they put too much on him. They can't rely this much on uh, a young quarterback. But the problem, the conflict, maybe not a problem, but the conflict there is that Ohio State's two best players are receivers, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. So, like, you really want to get them the ball. It's like, well, who gets them the ball? The quarterback does. So that puts a lot on the quarterback. And all of a sudden, you find yourself chucking the ball all over the yard when Ohio State clearly wants to establish the run. So C.J. Stroud coming along. Kind of an interesting debate, I think, after the Oregon loss about how well did he really play. I personally thought he did miss some things. He had some opportunities to kind of save him. But certainly, I would never say he played bad. But it's a high bar that Justin Fields set for Ohio State quarterbacks. Nobody's expecting C.J. Stroud to be Justin Fields right away, but you're looking for some sparks. You're looking for some plays in critical times. You know, he missed a couple throws early, had the interception at the end of the Oregon game that kind of snuffed out Ohio State's last chances. Again, it's not his fault they lost, and he did not play poorly, but it's an interesting peak to try to figure out not only what he is, but what he's going to be. And again, Justin Fields, man, he really made a set of blueprint, uh, blueprint 
for what an Ohio State quarterback should be. So CJ Stroud coming along, follow that progress at Buckeye Talk. Let's listen to that five days a week, talking about him all the time. And reading Cleveland.com slash Buckeye Talk. So how devastating is that Oregon loss in week two for the Ohio State Buckeyes? It's Doug Lamarice of Cleveland.com. It is the seventh loss in the regular season since 2012 for the Ohio State Buckeyes. So they didn't lose any in 2012. They didn't lose any in 2013. They lost to Virginia Tech in week two in 2014. 2015, they lose to Michigan State. 2016, they lose to Penn State. 2017, they lose twice, Oklahoma, then Iowa. 2018, they lose to Purdue. And now 2021, they lose to Oregon. The example from from 2014 is they lose to a non-conference opponent at home in week two, and then they go on and win the national title. So that's a big topic of debate. Like, well, could they do that? Could they go on and win the national title like they did in 2014? This was more of a glaring issue. In 2014, the Buckeyes lost to Virginia Tech because Virginia Tech had a great defensive plan against a young quarterback in JT Barrett. Now State has a, Ohio State has a young quarterback in T.J. Stroud, but it's the defense, the other side, that really is the issue. Do they have the right people running it? Do they have enough talent there? Definitely questions about the talent level there. I think the talent is is not quite what you're used to defensively for Ohio State, and certainly not like a, not a guy to save you, not a Chase Young, not a Marshawn Lattimore, not a Ryan Shazier, to really save you in a game like the Oregon loss. So could it be 2014? It could. They are not out of the playoff race, but they're also in a beauty contest now, right? That like if there ends up being a big lump of teams with one loss, you can't just win out if you're Ohio State. You got to look good while you're winning out. So maybe get ahead of ourselves a little bit, not out of the playoff race. You can't lose in week two and be out of the playoff race. Clemson has a loss too. But certainly not where a lot of people thought Ohio State would be. I picked them to be undefeated in the regular season. Not because I thought they'd be the best team in college football. I just didn't know if anybody could jump up and bite them. And Oregon certainly did. It's going to be an interesting playoff race the rest of the year. Great place to catch up on it twice a week. The college football playoff show. That's the national college football show I co-host. But also make sure you're listening to Buckeye Talk five days a week with me, Nathan Baird, and Stephen Means. Tough loss for the Ohio State Buckeyes, not just to Oregon, but losing a player for the year. It's safety Josh Proctor, who's out for the season with the leg injury. Really unfortunate. He'd injured his shoulder in the opener at Minnesota, but he did play. He came back with the shoulder injury. Didn't start, but was playing a fair amount, and then he hurt his leg. Pretty serious leg injury, and Ryan Day has said he's out for the year. That means Ohio State has to find somebody else to help out at deep safety. Bryson Shaw has played there. Marcus Harker Marcus Harker was a starter there at the beginning of last year, and then kind of lost his job because he didn't play that well. Could they experiment with other guys? Maybe Ryan, Watt, Ryan Watts, a cornerback, getting a look at deep safety maybe. Maybe Lathan Ransom, who plays more of like a strong safety cover safety role. Could he be there? Jansen Dunn's a freshman. They they kind of got to look for some help because Josh Proctor was really showing up as one of the better playmakers on the defense to, to lose him for the whole season. Certainly unfortunate for Josh. Best of luck to him and his recovery, but tough for the defense too because that guy was a pretty important piece. That's the last line of defense, right? Like, hey, they've called it the eraser in the past. You cannot let stuff out of the house. And for instance, last week uh, when Josh Proctor was not on the field, they let a 77-yard touchdown run out of the house right up the middle and a good safety is going to erase that. So the Buckeyes on the search for a new safety as they try to figure out this defense. Read Cleveland.com slash Buckeye Talk for the continuing coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Are devastating losses good for college football? It's an interesting topic to think about is Doug Lamarice of Cleveland.com. Ryan Day, who spent some time in the NFL, but he's really a college guy. He was a college assistant coach for a long time in the NFL for a couple years. 
Talked a lot in the offseason about how one loss can ruin your season. He was very aware of that. He'd been undefeated in the regular season, his first two seasons as a head coach in 2019 and 2020. So now he's dealing with that. In the NFL, you lose a game, you're okay. People don't go undefeated in the NFL. That's not the expectation. 12 and it's a 17 game schedule now. 12 and 5, great year. 11 and 6, really good year. 13 and 4, unbelievable year. Man, if the Ohio State Buckeyes lost four games, people would go nuts. They're going nuts because they lost one. But that is part of what makes Ohio State great. Not Ohio State. It makes college football great because it's unforgiving, because every week matters. So it's interesting to think about in a 12-team playoff format, if we had that now, we might get to that eventually, one loss would not ruin your season. In this format, it could. Now, again, Ohio State could make it with one loss. They certainly aren't going to make it with two losses, but there's no guarantee with one loss. They've made the playoff with one loss. They've been left out of the playoff with one loss, both times as Big Ten champs. So it's tough. I like the 12-team playoff idea, right? I like it. It opens up things for a lot of opportunities for a lot of other schools. But it would adjust the regular season for Ohio State because even though Ohio State fans were in pain after the Oregon loss, it is part of what makes college football so exciting because it's unforgiving in the regular season and the NFL is forgiving. Every other sport is forgiving. There's no other sport where one loss in the regular season can ruin you, but that's the case in college football. Ryan Day was on the lookout for it. Now we'll see if it actually does ruin Ohio State's playoff chances in 2021. Listen to the College Football Playoff Show wherever you find podcasts. Listen to Buckeye Talk five days a week. Read Cleveland.com slash Buckeye Talk. I'm Doug LaMaurice.